Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. On today's episode, we're going to have a SmackDown preview NXT results from this week heading into Stand and Deliver. And of course, we've got some news we're going to talk about. Where is Jay White going to go? What's the latest on his status as he negotiates with two of the big, big wrestling companies on planet Earth? We've got an update on the latest return uh, of Pat McAfee to the WWE. But first, let's talk about this. We've got a potential update on WWE's plans to split the unified WWE and Universal titles courtesy of WrestleVotes who gave this info to give me sport. This was what was said by WrestleVotes. This is the final mess, and you can really call it a mess, talking about the final mess of Vince McMahon mm -hmm. that Triple H is going to be cleaning up. Mm -hmm. This is the final obstacle, and the new team is working to overcome that. There was never a plan when Roman Reigns won the titles a year ago. Triple H was handed this mess. By SummerSlam, there's going to be two titles. Now, I think WrestleVotes has a decent track record when it comes to like front office things, some of their some of their reports you just can't verify one way or the other. It's yeah. like there were plans at one place for this to happen, but generally speaking, when they have something specific in terms, I think I think they might have been the ones with the king and queen of the ring, maybe. Oh, I don't recall. I don't recall. I don't um, recall. I could be wrong about that. I mean, we've been hearing for a while about, you know, like, for example, I think it was WrestlingNews.co that, that reported that if The Rock had been able to do WrestleMania, there were plans in place to have to split the titles before Mania and have Roman versus Rock for one belt. And then uh, some combination of Cody, Seth, and Drew McIntyre for the other title. Right. Um, obviously Rock didn't show. They decided to do Cody versus Roman for both belts and not split the belts, uh, before Mania. Um, I mean, Cody just lately talked about splitting the titles saying he was mm -hmm. leaving that up to management. So neither he nor Roman, whoever came out of WrestleMania as champion would be forced to pick which belt to keep the other one to essentially discard. Um, yeah. You know, whether it happens in a draft, which I think would seem likely if the draft is going to happen. Uh, if if management is going to be responsible for splitting those titles, uh, that would kind of be the most convenient way to do that, wouldn't you think? Yeah, it'd be it'd be the easiest, and it would be, you know, out of uh, Cody's hands. You know, they would just say, "Hey, listen, you know, we're we're each brand needs to have its own title." I personally think, in the spirit of competition, they should allow the way they did Becky Lynch. They should allow Cody to defend that title on both brands. I've mm -hmm. said that before. I think that'd be the best way to do it. But then it would also mean, you know, at some point he would have to lose one of the titles. I don't see that as being a big deal. I don't. I think everybody should have some amount of vulnerability. Oh, agreed. Um, and uh, and for that to happen, you know, if like uh, Judgment Day gets involved and Finn gets the title or something like that, or you know, Seth Rollins finally gets a win over Cody Rhodes. I don't know how to do it, but um. But yeah, I, I, it would be kind of a bummer for him just to have to surrender it. I mean, what they did obviously back in 2002, 2003, whenever it was, was, you know, they had the two titles. They raw gated them together into that one undisputed title. I think like Brock or somebody held it, like was one of the first to hold mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And then he just ended up being exclusive to SmackDown. And that's when they brought out the big gold belt on Raw. Yeah. And then you had two titles. So, um, I think it would be kind of cool to be honest with you if 
I don't know. What 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 method would you prefer? Because they could like raw gate the two titles at WrestleMania. Like Roman comes out with the one new undisputed championship, and then they just introduce another championship on uh, whatever you know, SmackDown or wherever yeah, Cody doesn't end up. I would we lose some lineage there. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think the the WWE title is the one that matters most to Cody because that one has the lineage of the the belt that his father never won. So that's you the think belt so, that's yeah. going to be most important to him. And, and at the same time, you don't want him to win both titles, look at the the universal title, and be like, no, nah, I don't want that. That's the point he made in that interview. Yeah, it diminishes yeah. that belt. So yeah, sure. if management literally said, hey, Cody, you're on Raw, you're the WWE champion, and and you know, good for you, you, be, you beat Roman, you got double belts, but SmackDown needs their own champion mm-hmm, yeah. for that show, then – we're going to just ask you to hand over the universal championship. And that, that's, yeah. I think that's all you need to do. It's not abnormal and it's not, no. you know, it's not, you know, I, I don't it's think a it's a fictional world. They're creating, they can write whatever they want, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably a more dramatic way to do it, but that's also a big, especially if it's like triple H doing it, you know, it's like, that's a big, that's a big thing. I don't know. Crowd yeah. might boo it, but whatever. I mean, at the same time, the universal, universal title has only been around for what? Six and a half years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If they want to kind of, wrap that lineage into the WWE title and start something else new, whatever they call it. That would be a, a very, it'd be a very Vince thing because it's like, who cares about the lineage? We have a small ratings pop because we're introducing a new title, yeah, no. you know? Yeah. Um, Triple H is a guy about history. He like really is into wrestling history. Yeah. I feel like he'd want to respect the lineage aspect of it and probably just show up, say, Hey, you're on raw. SmackDown needs a title. Hand over that ugly blue belt. Or what he might do is say, hand over that ugly blue belt here. Uh, on SmackDown, you're going to fight for this beautiful gold belt and brings back the World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> there, yeah, there you go. <sighs> Dust it off. <laughs> I know. Takes it off the shelf. It. Yeah, exactly. He's like, they don't, they don't reach up this high. <laughs> it's got a lot of dust on it. Um, the championship scramble throws it in the middle of the ring. There you go. Um, uh, who would you want to see? Let's say, let's say Cody. Keeps the WWE title on of Raw. Of course, yeah. Universal title goes to SmackDown. Who's the first SmackDown Universal champion? I mean, come on. I think the answer is obvious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Besides LA Knight, who's the first WWE SmackDown champion? I think champion? even the second answer is obvious. Dom Mysterio? Gunther! <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know where my mind's at these days. <laughs> Give me Dom on everything. Oh, man. I guess, yeah. Yeah, Gunther, that's good. That's good. I feel, I feel like, man, it's, I feel like it's got to be Drew. Drew needs to be that yeah, poor probably. that poor son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. He never got that mania moment in front of the fans. I know. Let, let him be universal champion. I know. Have him have that belt for six months, then, Guth, then Gunther beats him for it. There, yeah, it's perfect. That's good. That's good. Six month and Gunther gets it. Uh, and then Cody takes a WWE title to Raw. Who should his first feud be with if he's just for that WWE title? Oh, it'll probably be Seth Rollins and he'll beat Seth again. Yeah, probably. Probably. At Summer, how about this? A SummerSlam Finn Balor picks up the die. I just want to see Judgment Day have all the titles. Oh, that'd be great. I'd be very happy with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of SmackDown, uh, one of our favorite yeah. commentators on yeah. SmackDown, Pat McAfee, gave a bit of an update on uh, the goings-ons with him in WWE. Yeah. Do you want to you want to sure, take this? Sure, sure. So you know, apart from joining the commentary team at the Rumble, we haven't seen much of Pat McAfee in our WWE television uh, since he started doing College Game Day mm-hmm. at the start of the college football season last fall. Uh, recently, 
excuse me, Matt McAfee. All right, I'm good. Took the Twitter to say that despite his absence, his wrestling like that guy and to tell the truth last night. I know. <laughs> number number three. Uh, <laughs> uh, report. Uh, um, his wrestling dream, quote, isn't done. That's what Pat had to say. Quote, a lot of wrestling chatter about me right now. I think about wrestling every day. That dream isn't done. My business is currently rather active and exigent. Plus baby on the way. Timing is everything. I still have massive plans for my journey to the WWE Hall of Fame. Someday believe that. Uh-huh. Uh, so it looks like he still has some aspirations as far as wrestling. However, it doesn't look like we'll be seeing him return to the uh, SmackDown commentary table anytime soon. Mm-hmm. In a recent interview with Daily Star, Wade Barrett has got some bad news if you want Pat back. Um, said that his spot on the Friday night announced team is, quote, as permanent as you can ever be in a role in WB and adds, quote, historically things have always been switched around and teams have been moved from here to there. And I'm not saying I'm going to be in the SmackDown hot seat for the next 10 years or anything like that. Pat McAfee is always going to be a friend of WB. He's an incredibly talented guy. And we're all fans of his too, but he has a lot on his plate. That is true. What did he say back in NXT? Eight different million-dollar revenue streams yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Um, I really loved when he came back at the oh, Rumble. Yeah. Oh, and Michael Cole's reaction? Holy and shit. if it's unrealistic to expect him to come back to weekly SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, then if he comes back for big four pay-per-views to do commentary with Cole, I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't have to be like every match. They could do the SmackDown matches, then you get yeah, the Raw yeah, guys yeah, do yeah. the Raw matches. But if he is used in a way that is, you know, uh, a special event, make things feel bigger, more important, he is an absolute delight. Yeah. He brings so much energy and enthusiasm and, and, and a genuine love for professional wrestling and for the WWE product. It's a lot of fun. And, it really is. Uh, and yeah, if, if they make him come back or if they have him come back, you know, for special events, seems like that might be the best case scenario that we'd get at this point. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. Definitely seems but, that way. Yeah. And if it's a situation that at the least we could look forward to him being on TV at least three times a year. Survivor Series might be tough because that's right in, towards the tail end of the college football season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would that remains to be seen. But as far as Mania and SummerSlam, Mm-hmm. And the rumble, maybe Those even money Google. in the bank. I'd love to hear him call yeah. money in the yeah. bank. Is it? Is money? Is this the year? Are they doing money in the bank in London this year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, Early July. Yeah. Fun. Early July. We should go, man. <laughs> like any event oh, now. Man. Well, we should go. <laughs> I'm antsy to get out in the world, man. I guess so. I guess. So. Uh, blues fan dropping a uh, super chat. And I don't know what this currency is, but it looks really cool. And it's 110 of this currency. So thank you very much for that. Um, Says, uh, this has a bit of a wrestling news now feel to it. It says, leaks suggest Reigns retains to get to a thousand days. What an awful decision. Cody had momentum and now has to win the WWE title post split. Big dampener. Well, I don't know if that's going to be the case. It's always possible. I think Roman has a shot at winning at WrestleMania, but uh, I'm not sure who the leaks are. But yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I haven't come across that particular bit of information. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, I, I I said a while ago that it would be interesting if uh, Cody faced some adversity on his road to championship. Mm-hmm, sure, yeah. Um, and I guess him losing at WrestleMania would definitely be adversity. 
I, dude, I, we were talking about it at, uh, I don't know if it was during the pre-show or before cameras roll today, but uh, the idea of especially if Jay loses and then tries to stab Roman in the back to help even the playing field with Cody and he's not able to do it and Roman still wins, I think that's probably the most interesting oh, yeah. story oh, yeah. you could do. Um and if you want a groundswell of support for somebody, that's a way to do it with Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. And the crowd will carry him to be the true main event Jay. Yeah. Yep. God damn it. Yep. <laughs> that could be that could be. In a so lot of ways, good. that would be the most f- satisfying, fulfilling end to the bloodline story. It probably would, yeah. It probably would. Yeah. I'd love it. Uh let's talk about a guy who might be in WWE. Who knows? Maybe this guy'll topple Roman Reigns. Jay White, the switchblade, the knife pervert Mm -hmm. from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Of course, as we all know, he's out of New Japan now. Yes. Regarding Jay White, we, Wrestling Observer, are told that White has been talking to WWE but is not signed. He's also talking to AEW. From someone familiar with the situation, they described it as a 50-50 which side he'd go with. Doing the loser leaves town is weird because if he does sign with AEW, he could still work for New Japan. But I guess he wanted to leave New Japan either way rather than come in for major dates. So did the total exit angle before while still talking with both sides. So given that, according to Wrestling Observer, it's 50-50. What's the pitch for WWE? What's the pitch for AEW? Well, I would think the pitch for WWE would be look at Cody. Look what we're doing with Finn now. Um... Uh, you point out the successes they've had uh, bringing in people from other companies. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. Cody obviously being top among them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And say, this is this is the promotion we can put behind you mm-hmm. upon your debut. Um, I would think that would be the pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the pitch from AEW is you probably have some friends here. We've worked together a bit in the past. Seems good. Uh, what do you say? And I guess if Jay White is looking to really push his career to the next level, uh, I mean, I don't know how you can't look and see what WWE has done with Cody specifically. And they say we can give you something similar. How you don't go? Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty enticing. Yeah, yeah. they're just they're, like AEW yeah. seems like there may be more opportunities to bring more of yourself to the table from a creative standpoint. But there's no guarantees. Not that there's any guarantees in WWE, but there there is no guarantees that they'll take those ideas you may have and lead them to something really successful. Because mm-hmm, yeah. we've seen that. Yeah. Whereas in WWE, if they decide to put the entire promotional machine behind you, mm-hmm. you could you could go places. You could be an AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, or Finn Balor, or any number of people. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I agree. I think that. I would be kind of surprised if he didn't. I understand that he's got there. There's lots of history you could mine there in AEW. I mean, obviously he was already in AEW for a second, Mm -hmm. but to do something big and new and bold and probably make the most money while doing that, Mm -hmm. um, it's WWE. He's still incredibly young as well. I think he's under 30 still, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, and so there's a ton of time left on his career. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I would be kind of surprised if he didn't go with WWE. I would think that that, unless there is some sort of, you know, lifestyle choice that precludes him, that gives him hesitation, the number of dates, yeah. where he'd have to be, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, there is a little less freedom, obviously, in WWE. AEW mm-hmm. allows their wrestlers to go out and do other things. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I'd be kind of surprised. I would think that a guy like him, you know, obviously very ambitious, and he's been man. You know, talk about a guy who had a lot of success from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be kind of surprised if he didn't go to WWE. And I would love, as a fan, I would I would love to see him. I know I, that's sort of a turnaround because I think about his work in New Japan and how great it is. But I think about what they do, what they're doing right now with like Judgment Day and with mm-hmm. Cody. And I'm like, man, I'd kind of like to see Jay White mix it up and see if he could bring that sense of danger that his character had, yeah. that sort of edge he had, and bring it to WWE. And if they really allow him to lean into that aspect of his character, that sort of wild card nature of his, of his character, um, I think they they could do a lot with that. You put him up. You put him with a guy like a Bronson Reed, the mm-hmm. the, the, the the we beat Okada club. Yeah. Um, or a guy like you know maybe a faction with Shinsuke Nakamura and Bronson Reed. Yeah. You know they're not doing anything with Shinsuke right now. They all have a, you know some history there. Yep. From where they came from, you could do a lot. You could do a lot, and that could be yep. a lot of fun to watch. It could be a lot of fun. It'd be interesting if they try to do they introduce him as part of Judgment Day and they kind of do the thing like they he did with Chaos where he tries to make the whole faction implode from the inside mm-hmm. only to join, you know, a rival faction or in this case, start his own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That could be pretty fun. And to see, you know, cause obviously they're going back to the edge judgment day. Well, for WrestleMania yeah. right now during this feud to see Jay white kind of maybe try to do the same thing that Finn Balor did to edge. He's like kicked out the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, there's a lot they could really do there. Yep. Yep, it could it could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk NXT? Let's talk NXT. I do want to bring this up really quick before we dive into NXT, though. Today, at around 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Right. Eastern, we're going to be live with our retro review for March uh, for exclusive to patrons at $5 and up at patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. Also, to YouTube channel members, all you got to do is click that join button. Uh, and you can watch us review uh, the first uh, uh, full sale episode when NXT really became its own brand uh, of, of NXT TV from June of 2012. Um, this is when, you know, they introduced the NXT title. They began a tournament for it. There's all sorts of very familiar names and also some that I'm like, who are these people mm-hmm. and where did they go? We're going to talk about all that today on our bonus episode overrun the episode will go live for everybody probably in a couple weeks usually i do that towards the end of the month or the beginning of the new month as we reload for a new retro review but exclusive to channel members and patrons that's going to be available uh to them uh today on overrun at 3 p.m pacific uh 6 p.m eastern i did want to give a shout out uh to new patrons uh this um (laughs) this <laughs> some bullshit is <laughs> a new patron uh motato chips is a new patron eric alexander Mueller the dealer uh brent uh and then let's see if i can dig up the uh the new channel members here as well i think i actually have it on the little scroll dealie here but uh. i like to shout out people who are helping to support of course we've got some channel member gifters john hosey lesia harding Big country, and then uh, Josh Little, Star Lord, uh, Iso Boom, Jordan Galdino, Travis Graves, uh, Bryant. Thank you very much for your support. We thank appreciate you so it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Okay, let's talk NXT. So they got this thing going with Roxanne Perez where she collapsed after defending, successfully defending the NXT title against her uh, last week. Um, and then today, uh, HBK narrated his own tweets in an update saying, that, you know, that Roxanne has gone through a number of tests. Uh, medically, it seems like everything's fine, but until they can ascertain why she collapsed at the end of the match, they're not going to clear. Therefore, with it being so close to stand deliver and they won a women's title match on the card, uh, she's vacating the title. They're having a ladder match to determine a new women's champion. Um, and, you know, you, you see this all on TV. And the first thing that comes up to my mind is, oh, maybe she's getting called up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, they wanted to put the title on her before getting called up. She had a couple defenses. Let's let's let, let's do this so she doesn't take a loss, and let's call her up after stand deliver. But then in the newsletter, uh, Melser is talking about it um, and says, "quote There is an undisclosed medical issue with Perez regarding her maybe not being available. It's not an injury or something that doesn't allow her to wrestle because she did the match with Mako." and was training after the match, but we're told it's possible she'll need to take a very short time or a longer time off, and the way the injury storyline was done covers them no matter what the determination is, which is supposed to be clear this week. Yeah, the whole thing seemed kind of kind of odd. Because when I when I saw the, the collapse, I didn't think, oh, this person going up to main roster. She, she, she exhausted her way out of NXT. I mean, look, anytime... This kind of thing happens where they, you know, do a kind of a semi vacancy of the title. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that that's a possibility. Um, but to win and then collapse is certainly a unique way to do it. And maybe yeah. that's, you know, maybe that would be the thing. Um, I I just figured when I saw it all go down, I was like, oh, what a really cool, interesting angle mm-hmm. that she's going to have going into stand and deliver. Yeah. But it also, you know, after I read, because you've got the newsletter there on on Wrestling Observer Radio, he also talked about it in vague terms as well, because yeah. he says there's a lot of vagueness around the situation. Yeah. Um, and it just when I read when I heard Shawn Michaels reading his own tweets on the episode this week um, where he talked about, you know, we're going to uh, have some matches because we need a champion by stand and deliver. Uh, it, it just seemed like a very clunky way if it was planned. So I kind of feel like, yeah, what Meltzer is saying probably makes more sense where they're not entirely sure. And so they have to play this awkward game of will she be good for stand and deliver or won't she be good for stand and deliver? Yeah. Um, you know, you know it's entirely with, possible yeah. that that's the, the, the vibe they want to get out there because um, and for Alicia's here brings it up in, in chat that she could still find her way back into the ladder match. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, if it's, if it's, if they, you know, if Melser is correct and if there is an actual medical issue leading to the story, if they could find, and they're going to find out, it says it's supposed to be clear this week. Well, if it seems like she's going to, she can be back in time for stand delivered, then she can win one of these qualifying matches and be in the ladder match. You could do that. The, the episode before stand deliver. Mm, yeah. Um, or this is just simply a storyline that's leading to that. And there's no actual medical issue. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, right. that's the way yeah. it's, it's it's being presented. It's almost being presented as 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 Darby Allen Darby Allen storyline whenever he's TNT champ, but just like mm-hmm. in the span of like a week and a half. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, oh, what a cool story they're telling. Um, but uh, you know, regardless of what it is, hopefully it's nothing serious. And yes. you know, our our best goes out to Roxanne Perez. I think she's a terrific wrestler, and mm-hmm. she's got a lot. Hopefully, has a long career uh, in WWE. And 
you know, just like Prolicious here also points out her being able to climb a ladder and get or whatever the situation is going to be for the match. If she wins there in front of that big crowd of stand and deliver, that's awesome for her because she didn't really she got the full sale treatment. Well, but PC, I still think that PC treatment. I'm sorry, I always call sale. it full sale. It's the PC. Um, I think she still would have got that because wasn't uh, New Year's Evil is when she originally was supposed to get it, and that yeah. was at the Performance Center. Anyway, yeah. So that would have been the case. Um, so uh, now that that's sort of talked about, uh, what do you think about this? Grayson Waller attacks Johnny Gargano's house angle that they ran the other night. I mean, it was fine. It was all right. Yeah. It's all right. It's not. Candace didn't have a gun. No, <laughs> no, she's holding Flo- baby in Florida. You could totally. Do. Well, yeah. Would that be a, would that be a stand, a stand your ground scenario there? I, I think it would be, man. Um, I saw. I don't. I think it was in Florida. I saw one the other day where like this dude was in his car and like somebody. It was like in, in the like a, at a toll booth or something, and somebody honked at him, and evidently that person like threw a water bottle at his car. This dude gets out a, a gun and starts just shooting at this other car, but he shoots through his own window, <laughs> and then they let the guy off. It was nuts. Anyway, That's crazy. Over uh, yeah. a water bottle. Yeah, I guess. I guess they were able to claim that he was afraid for his life because apparently he's an alien from uh, the M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah, from Signs, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways, uh, yeah, I thought it it was a a clever, not clever, I thought it was a good way to take the story to a more personal level, take it outside the performance center. The actual execution was a bit on the tepid side. It was. Uh, I was wondering why why, why Gargano had a a yard waste in in his garbage can. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but, but that speaks to my investment in the actual segment. I was noticing those details. No, it speaks to you being a homeowner. And that oh. shit usually, if I if I yeah. was paying maybe closer attention, I probably would have noticed that too. Yeah, yeah it might have been the thing. He had. Here's the thing. They probably don't use a lot. Of, I've done this before. They don't use a lot of garbage. They had like a huge like backyard day where they were cleaning up their entire backyard. They filled the green waste. Then they put more into the because you said it was green waste in the garbage can. Yeah, Look that way, yeah. The overflow went into the garbage can because they maybe. don't really use that much. Garbage. Maybe, but I'll say this: the front yard, and I know they they have a, a a young child, so I completely empathize. Where you got a, a baby, that takes mm-hmm. precedent over doing your yard work. Yeah, look oh, like yeah, the yard yeah. needs a little bit of uh, work. Oh, <laughs> don't tell John John that John. Uh, so yeah, he got attacked there, and uh, Grayson Waller talked some shit. I like I like I do love the fact. The the ongoing thread of NXT talent being generally poor because Grayson pulls up. Oh, look yeah. at all the look at the house that main roster money gets you. Yeah, because we all know NXT talent yeah. they just stay at the same condos. So Maggie here says, uh, uh, "Do you think that was this shoot house?" I actually don't. They're not going. I doubt they would shoot that their actual house. Oh, I honestly don't know. because that crossed my mind too. I was like, I don't know if they're going to have them shoot at their actual house because. Someone get on Google Maps and find out where that house is. Oh, yeah. I don't know. People are weird. That's possible, I guess. I don't know whose house it would have been. But, uh, yeah. Because it's it's NXT. You know, they, they go to that little cafe, that same cafe all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. The same bar all the time. I know. They're sort of doing things on a budget there. Gargano was probably now, like, when, coming to my didn't house. Didn't they do a funny. thing with L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes where L.A. Was L.A. Knight or Cameron Grimes was going house shopping? 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So maybe they they have a connection with like some realtor in the area that's got like an, oh, that a, could be a vacant. Oh, yeah, house. that could be. Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, so uh, so yeah, I don't know. I guess it ups the intensity for this particular feud. You know, I don't know. It'd be great if Gar- if Gargano now went to Gar- to Grayson Waller's apartment. He's got like five roommates in there. Oh, I know. It's, it's like Von Wagner, Wagner Christmas, Christmas mouse, pad, mouse pad. Robert Stone and, and, and Grayson Waller. Right. Odyssey Jones is in there for some reason. <laughs> um, also, uh, Wesley's open challenge has officially turned into a clusterfuck where they can't even figure out a guy to fight him because they're all fighting each other to get there. And Wesley's like, this is sort of backfired. Even, even other fights not involved in that fight is, is, is disturbing things because JD and... yeah. Ilya's brawl that started earlier spilled back out mm-hmm. in the ring. You know, you know, I do, I do really appreciate that's one thing you and I have always looked for in our, and, mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to talk about how NXT's creative is, is is on the upswing. You know, they really endeavor to make it like a big open world thing, yeah, where everything sort of spills into everything else. I the, the one thing that I loved this week, <laughs> which killed me, was uh, Kiana James. They ran that thing where uh, Fallon. And Briggs, which was comedic and really good, Briggs with the full camo stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, break into Kiana James's office because they're both crazy now. Yeah, especially Tatum Paxley. I'm sorry, um, um, Fallon, Fallon Henley. Yeah, they have similar names. Um, and they find Sebastian's uh, uh, wrote a card for the flowers, and he's written down in the days, you know, thanks for the great morning. Oh man. Yeah. And uh, and then the crowd during the match started chanting, "Who is Sebastian?" <laughs> I thought that was really clever. That's pretty that funny. was really good. That's pretty yeah. funny. At the end, the crowd during the contract signing, the crowd was doing dueling chants of "Save us, Mellow! Save us, Braun!" I know, and the "Save us, Braun!" chants were decidedly lower than yes. the "Save us, Mellow!" ones. Yes. It was like a couple of dudes saying, uh, you know, chanting "Save us, uh, Braun!" It was yeah. like, and he, they sounded they sounded distinctly like the Steiner brothers. They kind of did. Um, um, let's talk about this real quick because yeah. we got pretty deadly losing to Gallus in the tag title match. They're going to be the hosts of Stand Deliver. Yeah, we got whatever's going on with 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 Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Stand Deliver is 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 on the NXT calendar. Basically, their WrestleMania. Yeah, sure. So it would seem likely that if anybody's getting called up from NXT, it would probably happen post Mania weekend. Mm-hmm. With pretty deadly being out of the tag title picture, mm-hmm. Roxanne, at least for the time being, not being champion. You know, we've long said whoever loses this match between Braun and Mello is probably getting called up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the odds that we see pretty deadly Roxanne and either Braun or Mello in the main roster uh, on, uh, on starting April third? I'm going to say no to Roxanne. I think that she they probably have bigger plans for her in NXT, given how long Mandy Rose's uh, reign was. So I'm going to say no to that. I think Braun Breaker, absolutely a thousand percent. I think Carmelo is going to be the new face of NXT. It's been a long time coming. I don't think, I think that obviously, I think Carmelo is much more ready for main roster than Braun is, but they need somebody to hold it down there in NXT. Yeah, as because we saw in, in, in Braun's backstage mm-hmm. uh, bit yeah. on, on, on NXT. And actually the, the contract signing where he was kind of, I mean, I, I appreciate they put him out there in, in a situation where, it was clear that if there was a script, it wasn't rehearsed. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you know, Braun out there, it, it, it it's it's kind of both. It shows his lack of rest, but also at the same time, somewhat kind of endearing. Where he's out there, you can see that he's trying to find the words to say. But it didn't yeah. feel like I'm trying to remember my lines. It felt like 
in the course of a conversation, you're taking your time to, 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 to make sure what you get across is what you intend to get across. He's, he's trying to come up with words in front of the awkwardness of whatever, yeah. 102 or 200 people or whatever yeah. it is. And that that's probably more difficult than in front of 10,000 people. Oh, yeah. Because it's like possible. a small space with that many people. And you can see um, every single person in there. And it's like, it's quiet. Yes. You know, it's not like there's people milling about and, and saying things and stuff. Everybody's sort of hanging on your words. And so when you stumble around, yeah, I get it. It 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 does. It makes him seem more human. I think that's the wrong way to go with Braun Breaker. But he ain't going to get any better as long as he's NXT. He's, he's just not. I mean, Mm-mm. you can say, yeah, he's going to have reps. And I know he's on the house show circuit there, or the Florida Loop, whatever they call it. But the dude's got to go to main roster. And it's been a year and he hasn't really, he hasn't gotten any worse, but he hasn't gotten significantly better either. I feel like he was the same back when he he became champion. Um, And so there's not a lot of progress there. Uh, And yeah, the crowd, especially at the performance center, they're kind of over him. They're, they're, they're kind of over him. They want change. So call him up to main roster, maybe put him with people. I don't know. And, uh, and then, you know, just, just go from there. Yeah, Carmelo's got to be your guy there in NXT. Oh, yeah. I mean, the ratings aren't doing anything with NXT. They're just sort of hovering the same that they always have. Yeah. Dynamite took a huge shit this week. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it's time for a new. I, I, I wish that after Stan and Deliver, they just sort of not rebrand it, but give it, I don't know, a better look NXT. That's the one thing that still it bugs me about NXT yeah. is just the actual, like, visuals of like the main wrestling space. It just mm-hmm. looks like shit. It does. It does not look great. It looks cheap. Looks cheap. But um yeah. Yeah. What else what else happened? Uh we could just go ahead and start All and right. go from there. Sure. NXT started with a John 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 Gargano promo. He says, So where do we leave off? Last time I was in this ring, Grayson Walla jumped me from behind. So uh all you guys over here Watch my back for me, okay? If he shows up behind me, let me know. He says, uh, last time I was in this ring, I said I was going to teach my son to be the best man he could be. To be the best man, you got to finish what you start. It's WrestleMania season. There's a lot of talk lately about finishing your story. Well, John Gargano is back in NXT to finish his story. 15 months ago, my story ended on a cliffhanger. And when I came back to Raw in August, it felt like a little piece of me was missing. The last time you guys saw me, I was laying face down on that announce table with Grayson Waller standing above me. Waller didn't just take my last moment away from me. He took closure away from me. He took out the heart and soul of NXT in my last night in the company. And I hate to say it, but I kind of respect it. That's why I gave you a gift, Grayson. I waited. I wanted to see what you would do with that moment because the last guy who took me out, his name was Tommaso Ciampa. And he went on to become one of the greatest NXT champs of all time. So I sat back and watched. And what did you do? You had two chances, and you failed. Then what did you do? You whined and cried and complained and blamed everybody but yourself. You started disrespecting these people, the locker room, and you started disrespecting NXT. A lot has changed in 15 months, but one thing that will never change, no matter what brand you're on, NXT is my home. Grayson, you do not screw with a man's home for seven years of blood, sweat, and tears. In front of you people, you guys know. And then Vic is like, meanwhile, in commentary, like, hey, what's going on? Something. And then he goes over to, to John. John. And uh, he's like, John, look at my phone. 
And John's like, I don't want to see that. And he's like, no, look, Grayson Waller's at your house. And he's like, oh, shit, he is? And he looks at it, and this is Grayson Waller's face. He's like, oi, oh, look, I'm on yeah, his he's live streaming from his house. I'm on his yeah. And then uh, John runs away, and then we pick that up a little bit later. We do, but first, earlier in the day, Wesley arrives at the performance center. Mm-hmm. Axiom steps up to him and says, y- you know, I'm, I'm following – uh, I'm following you today. No one's taking this chance from me. Mm-hmm. And Lee's like, the match is eight hours from now. What are you going to do? What do you yeah. want to do? And Axiom says, whatever you want to do, Wes. Mm. And then Wes says, you want to get something to eat? And Axiom, Axiom says, uh, whenever I feel like I a, great a great taste of meal, I go back, go back to, to Wawa Wawa again. again. <laughs> Hot stuff. But here's fu- there's a funny bit. The next time we see Wes Lee, no Axiom. No Axiom. No yeah, Axiom. He, he was able to ditch him. Yeah. He was like, hey, Axiom, uh, yeah, I got to go. to Wawa, get some sandwiches. And Axiom's waiting for a sandwich. Wesley runs to his yeah. car. No, it was more like they were sitting down about to eat their sandwiches. He was like, uh, he was like, I have to go use the, the bathroom. I got to go take a shit real quick before I eat. Got to dump out first. Yeah. And then Axiom's like, okay, cool. Why are you taking your North American title with you in your bag? He's like, because I, I like to look at it while I shit. And then he goes to the bathroom and he ducks out the back. And then Axiom just sitting there with a sandwich trying to figure out how to put it uh, yeah. to his mask. Yeah. I wonder if Axiom's like a, a Mandalorian where he can't take his mask off. Well, obviously. I mean, that's that's kind of the thing. Does he have to go into a, like a private area to eat then? This is the way. This is the way. Uh, after that, we had, oh, wow. Yeah. Gallus boys versus pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Uh, Gallus got the win here. Uh, Pretty Deadly was looking for spilled milk. Wolfgang Lowbridge's prints out. Mark hits Kit with a back elbow, and Gallus falls with their finish to get the win into, uh, and, and retain yes. their NXT tag team titles. So Pretty Deadly, like you said, they're out of the title picture, but we're going to see their thoughts on that a little bit later. But first, uh, Briggs in oh full hunting camo gear and Fallon kind of in Watergate uh, intruder gear break into Kiana James's <laughs> office. Yeah. They're all like looking around for stuff and uh Fallon finds a contract uh for a qualifying match for tonight for Kiana. Uh, for, yeah. for Kiana to yeah. take on uh, uh who she took on Gigi Dolan. Yeah. Uh and she was like, "What a qualifying match to get into a, a women's title match for Stand and Deliver. What's that all about?" And then Briggs like, "Hey, look found this over me." And uh then they find the planner and, and cuz she was like, "Where were the 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 card for the roses?" Yeah. He was like, I don't know, man. She snatched it from him and put her in a planner. I want some drinks. And then she's like, okay, just wait. And then uh, she gets out the planner, and there's like a little entry in there that says, Operation Boyfriend. Yeah. Ongoing. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, then she sees like there's another thing. It's like dinner and drinks with Sebastian. And then uh, Fallon finds the card from the flowers. From the flowers. And there from the plower, Sebastian, who talked about how what a great night and morning. So out, let me ask you, if this is a comedy of errors, what is who who could Sebastian possibly be? It's date, drinks, dinner, good mornings. I mean, you know, if it didn't stay straight up. You know, thanks for the you know the, the awesome sex last night. Mm-hmm. Then it could be anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So what is the, what is like if this is a com or is Sebastian just the dude that you know she's in fact with on the down low and and Jensen is just a sap? Uh, I mean that's entirely possible. But I then, think that's probably more. Yeah. Oh. Well, Angelic Wolf says somebody's teaching her how to date. Oh, that's possible. Maybe she's clueless. A relationship coach. That could be. And then slash yoga instructor, like, hey, thanks for last night. And then the next morning, like, you know, he he helped her with some yoga. Yeah, that could. And then he was like, I'm going to teach you how to have sex good now. Thank you, Sebastian. And she's like, this doesn't really seem right. (laughs) (laughs) This coach is going too far. It's too far. It's too far. Much too far. Uh, yeah, it depends if they're going to go the, the the thing where she was just trying to pull one over on, on Brooks this whole time or if it's, yeah, just still all massive miscommunications here. Yeah, if it's a miscommunication, they got to stop doing this shit. I know. It's, too, it's, it's like it's yeah, too much. It's too, it is too much. It is yeah. too much. Steve's on the edge of his seat through this whole story. He wants to know one way or the other. What, I kind of am, happening. to be honest with you. This really tickles me. It really does. I, I think this shit's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> what is not hilarious is uh, listening to the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, as if he was in one of those My Rise uh, uh, videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, narrating the, his the own career tweets. mode. <laughs> narrating yeah. his really long tweets about well, Roxanne official Perez. business, so I guess he has to. They have to be lengthy to, to get all the detail in. So, yeah, in short, it says after test, Roxanne's health is still in question. Ladder match, Sand delivered a crown to Uber's champion. Then we have uh, uh, Dr. Warren Becker gives mm-hmm. his medical opinion on, on Roxanne. Says she wasn't dehydrated. There's no neurological or, or heart issues involved. Says at this moment, Perez is stable, but unable to find out why she collapsed. So he says, I can't provide a date when she'll be cleared for a return to action. Yeah. Yeah, it was really long. Uh, and then we had, uh, yeah, Dr. Warren Becker giving... Uh, oh, you already got that. Yeah, I just sorry. got uh, that. After that, we had Saul Ruka versus Zoe Stark. Unfortunately, we did not get to see Saul Ruka hit her finish no. because Zoe Stark got the win instead. But it was kind of a cool way to do it. She it was. did like a springboard right into Zoe Stark's finish. Yeah, it was, so it was cool. a cool finish. Saul Ruka is really improving. Really improving week after week. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we got a scripts video package. Uh, he talks a bunch about masks and how people hide behind masks. And he says, "My my gaze is drawn to one man." He holds a mask. It looks like Dragon Lee's mask. Yeah, that was Dragon Lee. But then mask. later in the show, he attacks Axiom because it was missing the mouth part. And Dragon Lee's it, it exposes his mouth and, yeah. and nose. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he's just you know he's he's, he's he's he thinks that the the maskerist division is a thing, dudes with masks. I don't know. Maybe uh, after that we had uh, oh this is this is a good idea from Deep Voice dude. He says maybe Kiana and Jensen are role playing and Sebastian is actually like suave. Jensen. Oh, that could be. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Uh, he's, got, Alba- he, he's got the velvet the velvet robe and all that stuff. Isn't didn't like uh, wasn't that like the nutty professor like Eddie Murphy and uh, the other the Rat Pack guy what was his name Jerry Lewis mm-hmm. they played dorks but then they were like super suave guys mm-hmm. Urkel did that also one time mm-hmm. Urkel was Urkel but then he had like an uh, alter uh, ego that yeah, was smooth he did. he did forget his name me too anybody remember Smooth Urkel uh, <laughs> we had an Alpha Stefan <laughs> thank you Angelic Wolf thank you. <laughs> Stefan. Um, 
Uh, we had Alba Fire and Isla Dawn taking on Carter and Chance. Also, uh, Tatum, Paxley, and Ivy Nile, who broke up during this match. Yeah. So Tatum pulled a Sid on Ivy Nile's Hogan. Yeah. And, so like, uh, they showed mm-hmm. the video from last week where it was Carter, Chance, and Tatum. They were watching Isla and Alba. Uh, and then uh, Carter's like, hey, where's Ivy? And Tatum just goes, ugh, celebrating with the Creeds. Yeah. Ugh. Saw yeah. this coming. And so, uh, yeah, she, Ivy Nile's getting her ass kicked by a bunch of people, and then she uh, tries to go for the tag to Tatum, uh, and Paxley pulls her hand back, drops off the apron, says, we're not a team! And then, uh, yeah, Isla drop kicks Ivy out of the ring. Chance hits Isla with a code breaker. Her and uh, Carter set up for a finish. Alba breaks that up. Tatum uh, punts Ivy in the gut, then puts her back in the ring. Isla and Alba hit a, the backstabber swanton combo, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, to get the win there. So, yeah. Uh, Tatum Paxley and Ivy Nile probably had like the weakest tag team going yeah. in terms of the link between the two. Yeah. They might, maybe they, I mean, if Enforcer's here, maybe he can, he can fill us in, but it seems like they probably got a majority of, of their wins probably on level up. I would imagine that was the case. Because I don't that recall them not. winning many on NXT. That would not shock me at all. Uh, uh, then we're backstage yeah. with Braun. Tony D and Stax walks up to him, and Braun's like, hey, that jailhouse match last week was quite the war. And then Tony Stax says, yeah, we got we got an offer for you. We'll take out Mello in advance of this contract signing. And then Braun's like, hmm, I was thinking something different, but what do you got in mind? And as mm. they're about to explain, he's like, oh, we're going to do some Soprano stuff, some Godfather stuff, maybe give us some concrete sneakers. Which is nuts because they made that implication that Tony D actually killed a guy who yeah. ended up in AEW. Yeah. Uh, two dimes. And yeah. So, Cole but they're, AWS. Yeah. So they're like, no selling the whole thing. They're like, yeah. Mm. So the Tony's like, uh, you've been watching too many movies. Uh, all we do is take him to the parking lot and like take a pipe to his knee or a crowbar to his arm. Mm-hmm. And then Braun, it's like he's trying to be funny. Um, yeah. But then he goes, in all seriousness, I appreciate the offer, but I got this one. So he leaves. And then Tony's like, he, he's, he's pontificating here. He says, Stax, I think it's time we add some gold to the family. And Stax is like, oh, you're going to go after the winner of Mellow and Braun? Tony goes, no. He's like, going to answer Wesley's uh, open challenge? No. I said, we. We're going after tag team gold. And he says, Stax, you've been sticking up for me months. It shows your loyalty. And then Stax is like, let's go. Oh, I know. This was really nice. It is. Stax <laughs> is totally going to betray Tony at some point. <gasps> no, really? Is yeah. he going to become the new boss? Yeah, he's going to make a play oh, to become the new Don. Break my heart. Yep. No way. Yeah, dude, happen. it's this kind of stuff that doesn't help Braun at all. I get that I they're know. trying to make him like a normal person, but dude, come on, unlock the Steiner. Let's do it. Let's I go. I know. <clears throat> I know. Uh, after that, we had an Ilya Dragunov promo. My career. Everything, he sounds so constipated when he, my career in WWE. Well, I mean, he loves pain, so it sounds like it hurts for him to talk. I think he's got like clamps on his nipples or something. Like, yeah, I think he's got something like, you know, he's got like a vice on his balls yeah, when he comes out way. to do these promos. Cause yeah, he loves pain for me, for my son, for my wife. We've had this opportunities that we felt will never happen. But with every success, there was a blemish. With every step, I've had JD cut my legs out from under me. 
this could have been avoidable, but now I have no choice. Everything it sounds like a winded promo every time. Yeah, I know. I have no choice to continue my ascension to NXT. I need to rid myself of JD once and for all. And then JD comes to the ramp while he starts yeah. conducting the orchestra. Yeah. So JD comes to the ramp and says, Please don't come out here and pretend this was going to be unavoidable. You and me are two sides of the same coin. Whether you want to admit it or not, we're a lot more alike than we are different. You're wrong. And your obsession with me will ultimately lead to My you. obsession with you. You drove me out of the UK. You followed me here. And when you got here, you put yourself in my way for the NXT title. And because of that, we both fell. Look in the mirror. You can't quit me. Pain makes me feel alive. Pain makes the difference in my life. And I choose that life. You think you choose pain and that puts you in control of it? But you could not be more wrong. That's not how things work around here. Your greatest strength is what you're willing to put your body through, but it's also the reason you have no title over your shoulder. We've been doing this for years now because you want to suffer, and I'll never stop thinking of ways to make you suffer. You and me are going to be doing this for a long time. No, it will end next week. And when I'm through with you, there'll be nothing left but a random pile of body parts and a smear of fluid that spills out. Here lies the... Ace. He's talking about like viscera, man. He's yeah, talking no, about he's like talking guts. About, yeah, ripping him apart, yes. Yeah. So then Ilya weighs JD into the ring. JD steps up to him and says, I look forward to our symphony of sadism more than anybody. You and me next week. And they start throwing hands. They eventually hands. end on the floor. They brawl backstage and into the parking lot. We'll yes. see more of that later. It's pain. There'd be nothing but goo left. Yeah, J.D. McGoo. Smear of fluid. I was like, wow, that's crap. Smear of fluid. You're going to shit your pants. Yeah, I know. You're going to pee and poop yourself. JD. Yeah. I, you're going to have full soil. Oh, speaking of which, no Von Wagner. No Von Wagner. So we're going to give you our Von Wagner Where segment of the week. Last time? Shit, I don't know. All right, we can start a new then. We'll start a new one, yeah. Okay, we'll just do it now. All right, sure. Von, I'll start. Sure. Von Wagner's working on the Sunday New York Times uh, crossword. All right. And uh, he's got nothing filled in. And he's like, uh, hey, Christmas mouse pad. Uh, hey, hey, what's a three-letter word for an animal that uh, is uh, domesticated but not a cat? <laughs> starts with starts with the D. And so uh, Christmas mouse pad uh, drops a heavy sigh. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then another. And yeah. it's just exasperated thinking that that Vaughn can't yeah. write the word the, the word dog right there. Yeah, as obvious right. as what yeah. it is. And he looks over to Robert Stone. Robert Stone's like double face palm shaking his head. Jesus Christ. They can't believe that they this is their roommate, someone who doesn't wipe their ass. Yeah, right. And yeah. doesn't doesn't know dog. And they're also in a way kind of surprised that dog is actually an answer in the Sunday New York Times crossword puzzle, because that's the hardest one of the week. Right. But then okay. Yeah, I'll pick up from there. But then Robert Stone looks over. He's like, "Dude, that's not even the New York Times crossword, man. That's like a kid's crossword on a menu from chip from uh, yeah, Chili's it's the latest, the latest issue of Highlights magazine. Yeah, <laughs> it's highlight for toddlers. <laughs> End scene. Okay, so after that, we had pretty we had a pretty deadly interview where uh, Mackenzie. Uh, says so, guys. You're not going to stand and deliver. They're all hurting <laughs> from the match, and uh, they said, you know, uh, we're universally adored. We don't need stand and deliver. Stand and deliver needs us. No match can contain our star power. So I be on the show when you can be the show. 
we're gonna host stand and deliver or as we call it snack and delicious yeah it's pretty funny uh wesley's walking backstage he's walking out for his match jd and Ilya are still brawling they walk right in front of him refs they're trying to break it up and wesley's like Ilya's gonna wreck you and so jd pie faces him yeah man yeah and then he wants to throw wes wants to throw down but the rest are trying to keep breaking it up so after that we had a chase you with tyler Bate again backstage uh, he's like teaching what's your face how to breathe or whatever. And then Andre chase steps in. He's like, Hey guys, can me and Duke have a minute? So they split. And, uh, Duke says, you know, uh, Duke says, you know, I think wins are everything and people are going to judge us by that. And chase says, you know, you're right. Anybody who works a damn believes that. Uh, and then he says, you know, then chase you was born. And then it became about the record book. Uh, he says, uh, chase you is a feeling. It's a place where people can grow and prepare for their future. Chase U gave meaning to my life. And the same goes for you, too. Think about it. Before Chase U, you were happy skating by. But now you're living and dying with every win and loss because for the first time in your life, you really care. You might think Chase U has done nothing for you, but maybe Chase U has done more than you than anything else in your entire life. And then meanwhile, Ava's creeping in the background with her weird mask. And then uh, Chase, uh, Andre Chase doesn't notice her, so he leaves. And then she walks up next to Duke, and he's like, ooh. And then she puts uh, her mask over his uh, Chase You megaphone. Yeah. If there is a more ill fit than Duke Hudson in uh, uh, the schism, I, I don't know what it would be because yeah, that no. just doesn't seem like it. It would doesn't work. seem like it works. I really like this. I really like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're finding something that was a pretty silly gimmick for Andre Chase and finding real heart in it. I know. I agree. I really like that that promo of his. Yeah. I don't know how like well the schism thing is going to end up playing out, mm-hmm. but uh, but no, you're right. It's it's you know Chase's Andre Chase's explanation for you know the uh, the the philosophy of Chase. You, I thought yeah. was a solid one too. Yeah, it's interesting, right? You know, because Duke is saying wins and losses are more important than anything, and Chase is saying no. Once you discover who you are and find meaning. Mm-hmm. That will lead you to that. Yeah, so it's, right. It's it's an interesting, interesting. He even referenced the the poker stuff. Yeah, he did. He mm-hmm. did. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Uh, we see Grace and Waller creeping outside of John's house via Waller. Twitter. Yeah, uh, and then everybody's brawling backstage trying to answer Wesley's challenge. He comes to the ring. So then that brawl spills to ringside. Axiom mm-hmm. gets in the ring. As soon as he gets in, though, he's taken out by Scripps. Mm-hmm. They tumble to the floor. And then JD and Ilya, their brawl spill, spills into the ring. Mm-hmm. Wesley's involved in that for a bit, but then he hits a huge tope on everybody else brawling on the floor, so we get no actual match. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, after that, we had a nice little Dragon Lee interview. He says, I've been around the world, but to finally get here is really exciting. Came to here to be a great example of the spirit of Lucha Libre. He says, I'm going to love it here. And she's very happy, and he's very happy, and everybody's very happy. Yeah, it was good. It was very yeah. good. Uh, we had a cool video package for Dabakato versus Apollo Cruz, which came up here in a moment. But first, a J.C. Jane interview. She Her arm was in a sling. She says, uh, Gigi did absolutely nothing last week. Even at her best, she's not one-tenth of what I am. One minute into the match last week, Gigi separated my shoulder because she couldn't handle me at 100%. She had to take the shortcut because that's who she is. I could barely lift my arm in that bitch. So Gigi wants to consider that a victory. She's more pathetic than I thought she was. Every second I'm away from this place, I'm going to think about what you did to me. When I return, I'm going to kick kick, kick your heart and your face again. Something like that. Do your heart and kick your face and stuff. That was, yeah. Break your heart and your face. I'm going to break your heart and your face again. That's what Mm -hmm. it was. 
I didn't take very good notes this week. I'm sorry. Next, we've got no, Apollo Crews versus Daba Kato. They spent almost as much time outside of the ring as they did inside the ring in this match. Before the bell even rang, they brawled a bunch ringside. They eventually get in the ring, and then immediately, Cruz sends them both out. Uh, they're brawling brawl on the floor a ton. The ref takes like 20 seconds to start the 10 count. Mm-hmm. Cruz sends Dabakato into the ring steps, puts him back in the ring. Uh, Cruz hits a couple pump kicks, angle slam, goes up top, hits frog splash. Dabakato kicks out of that, rolls to the floor. Cruz leaps off the ring steps towards him. Daba catches him, hits him with the choke bomb on the ring steps. Apollo barely beats the 10 count. And then Daba Kato hits another choke bomb in the ring to get the win. You surprised by this at all? No, not really. Kind of seems like uh, they're just sort of using Cruz to be. I mean, I feel, I feel like this feud is far from signal. over. Mm-hmm. And Cruz, I think, will ultimately win the feud. So? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, we get uh, some NXT Anonymous filming Wesley and uh, the Heartbreak Kid arguing about the open challenge thing. And Wes is like, I want 10 opponents to stand and deliver. And HBK is like, well, that's a lot of people. I don't even know if we have that many people. Um, he says, i tell you what, I'll give you a fatal five-way. You can choose. You can choose your four opponents for stand and deliver. That should be a banger match because it's probably going to be cool people like uh, maybe, hey, maybe that's where Dragon Lee can make his debut in that match. Could be. Dragon Lee, Axiom, Nathan Frazier. And yeah. somebody else really good. Hank uh, Walker. Hank. I was thinking like a Tyler Bate, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That too. could be sick. But Hank Walker is good too. You should pick, <laughs> Hank, you should pick Hank Walker, Christmas Mouse Pad. Yeah, um, Wagner. And two other people that's like, all right, easy win. Yeah. <laughs> easy <laughs> day at the office. Wesley wins again. Wesley wins again. So we're backstage with uh, uh, Brooks and Kiana and. Uh, Kiana's trying to leave a voicemail for Fallon. Know where she's at because she has a match. And Brooks is like, I'll go with you out there. And then Kiana says, no, I, I want to be by myself. And he's like, oh. And she's like, yeah. no, I need to do this by myself. I need to go to the ring by myself. He's like, okay. Yeah. And then he leans in for a kiss, and but she has already turned away. He's like, this guy has got a lot of learning to do, man. He needs Maybe he needs to talk to Sebastian yeah. about how to get some. Um, and then we had Kiana James versus Gigi Dolan. Uh, Gigi Dolan wins this because the crowd was chanting "Who is Sebastian?" the whole time. I imagine but that probably got to Kiana. She's like, "How do they fucking know who Sebastian I think that'd is?" Be, it'd be easy to get distracted by that. Yeah. And then uh, so, anyways, after the win, Isla and Alba appear. They pull Kiana out of the ring. They stomp the shit out of her. And then uh, Brooks runs to ringside. And then they just get up in the ring and they start taunting them, taunting them both uh, from the ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then uh, John arrives John. home. He's looking for Waller on his property. Waller attacks him from behind. They're brawling in, the, in John's front yard. A garbage can gets involved. We want that. Yeah. Uh, so Candace eventually opens the door, and John's like, stay inside. Yeah. That allows Waller to low blow Gargano. Hits a few punches. He starts to go up the stairs towards the front door. Gargano grabs his leg, rams in the wall a bunch. And Waller turns around, rams John into the wall. Hits him with a rake. At this point, Candace has come out. Uh, she's holding the, uh, her, her son, tells Waller, that's enough. And Stop then Waller it. breaks the rake over John's back and then stomps him. He did, uh, it was like her move, wasn't it? The yeah. one where, yeah, yeah, grabs the arms and stomps yeah. him. And he's like, oh, this is this is your husband. Quill, this is your dad. He's he's crep. Mm-hmm. Why you got green waste in the garbage can? Yeah. In the bin. That. In the rubbish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. 
Maybe it was it was it was maybe they they haven't been separating their compostable stuff from the rest of their garbage. It could be. I mean, he's too busy being a nerd and liking you know toys and stuff. I did appreciate Waller said that when he said that he was like, "Oh, I bet I had six bedrooms." <laughs> yeah. He says, "Plenty of room for all your toys." Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we've got Jensen and uh, Kiana are backstage and Brooks is like, man, why would Albin Isla jump you? Do you need anything? And she's like, I need to know where my partner was at. And then Fallon and Briggs walks in and uh, Kiana and Brooks are like, uh, where were you guys? And Fallon's like, uh, I didn't know you had a qualifying match. It's something you should have told me. And then Kiana and Brooks are like, yeah, you guys, we have a tag match at Stand and Deliver against Albin Isla. So uh, you need to take care of uh, whatever's going on. So they're all on different pages here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Totally losing those tag titles. Uh, and then we had a contract signing, Braun and Carmelo. Um, so they're out there by themselves, and they're like, who's the host? If someone's mm-hmm. supposed to host this, whatever. We only need two of us. Let's move on. And Melo says, yeah, the faster we get this contract signed, the faster NXT will have a new champion. Braun's like, whoa. Essentially, if you don't want this turn violent, stop with that kind of talk. Pretty deadly yeah, come yeah. to the ring. They declare themselves hosts since they're hosting Stan Deliver. So Bra- uh, Melo continues, says, I meant no disrespect by that, Braun. You carried the NXT title. You deserve to be recognized by April 1st. Change in the guard because uh, I'm taking the title way further than you ever could, like I did with North American title. Respectfully, a stand deliver. Bra- uh, Braun, you're coming in second. Yeah, Braun's like, I don't agree with that last bit. He says, but you did, in your head, make the 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 North American title the A title, and you did it because, uh, and you did that because you knew you weren't ready for this title yet. He says, I want to face the mellow that beat Ricochet, that beat Apollo Crews, the guy who knows deep down that he's ready. He says, mellow don't miss. I think it's pretty fitting. On April 1st, there's a first time for everything. And then pretty deadly, can't help but pipe in pipe yeah. on, pipe on, in a little bit. And Mello's like, hey, shut up. And then uh, Braun said, you know, I, I get the idea. I liked, I'll put it this way. I feel like they probably should have done the majority of this without Pretty Deadly there. Mm-hmm. I liked the bit at the end where the violence goes against Pretty Deadly, so I yeah. think it would have been cool if they did the majority of this stuff. Then Pretty Deadly comes out, and then they still do that same spot. But I thought like Pretty Deadly was there to kind of undermine what otherwise was a really cool... I like the idea of like there's nobody there to host it. Maybe they yeah. do a thing before him where HBK's like, hey guys, I got a lot going on with the Wesley stuff and, and all that. I can't go out there. Just be gentlemen, you know? Yeah. And then they go and do it because I like... I actually like this discourse between Mello and Braun. I thought it was pretty effective and pretty deadly just sort of, I don't know. Well, I guess maybe the, the reason for, the, for them to come out earlier is... Essentially, just to annoy Braun and Mello to such a degree that they decide they have to put them through the table. They could they they could do that in record time. Those guys are really. Oh, annoying. I think absolutely. they're entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah. they can they can put on those. And I think you're right. I think that's why they did it. I think I would have liked to have just seen Mello and Braun. Oh, totally. The totally. seriousness of the situation. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought what they had yeah. to say was pretty yeah. good. So uh, after Mello tells Pretty Deadly shut up, he tells Braun that in L.A. I don't want the Braun with anger management issues. I don't want Fisherman Braun. I want the Braun who runs through walls, who won at war games that made Champa tap out because when you're that guy, you're unstoppable, which is going to make mm-hmm. it that much sweeter. Mm-hmm. When you give me everything you got and it's still not good enough. Yeah. Uh, and then Braun responds. He says, you know, you have to show me that him isn't just something you put on a T-shirt. You got to show me that it means something. He says, you know, the difference between us 
and then Pretty Deadly pipes up again, and they're like, shut up. And then uh, Braun says, this this match has the potential to be the biggest match in NXT history. Melo says, this is the youngest main event in Mania weekend history. There's a lot of pressure on us, but that's nothing new to either of us. I know I'm going to deliver. I just need to make sure that you will too. And Braun says, you know, something's got to give here. And then Melo signs a contract, says, I'm not giving an inch. He passes the contract to Braun. He signs it, says, neither am I. They shake hands and they're about to leave. And Pretty Deadly's like, whoa, 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 where are you going? People came here for drama, so give us something. And then Mello and Braun, they both take off their shirts and they sort of, you know, uh, peacock each other. And then uh, instead of, and they're like, hey, you want to do this? You want to do this? You want to do this? Looks like they're about to fight. But then instead, Pretty Deadly's right there. They put them through the table and mm-hmm. they have a stare down while Braun holds up the title. And then and then we're out. Meanwhile, Trick is just laughing at Pretty Deadly having been yeah. put through tables. Yep. And yep. that's your NXT review. That was your NXT. Oh, good. We got some questions here. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so we've got question threads up, channel members, patrons. Uh, I will hit up the YouTube and see if uh, anybody beat feet over there. Hopefully they did, but I don't know. We'll uh, we've got a question here from Alex Foster. Who should be elevated on NXT when call-ups happen? Uh, Alex Foster suggests Zion Quinn. Says sometimes his promos are hilarious. I really like him from a comedic standpoint. I think that there's something you could do there with his character. He's got a great look. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wonder if maybe they don't see it like the coaches don't see it in the ring because that's the only thing I think that could explain. He has got a 10 out of 10 look. Mm-hmm. That dude looks amazing. Um, his promos really aren't great, but he has shown that he can be a bit self-deprecating. And I think there's some dimension there to be mined. Um, I like. I wouldn't mind seeing him be elevated if he's ready. And then also uh, Javier Bardell. Yeah, that's the name I was going to mention. It was Javi. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's for sure. A certainty that he'll probably get bumped up. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston asks, or how sure are you that Cody is winning at Mania? Does he have to win based on the story they're telling? I'm about 75% sure that Cody's winning. I'm 65% sure. I'm not quite three quarters of the way there. I'm 65%. Um, does he have to win? No, I think it would make the story more compelling if it was if there was some adversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it would. I think you could do more with the bloodline stuff if Roman lost and there was still a split in the. I'm sorry, if Roman won and there was still a split in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meta Skipper says uh, with the super chat says found you guys recently and love your work. Do no, you think you. Roxanne's unexplained collapse could be a voodoo angle from the witches? That'd be interesting. That'd be, yeah, that would be interesting. They're like, we can't explain it because it's a voodoo curse. Yeah, it's witchcraft. It's witchcraft. It's the witchcraft. dark arts. Uh, Jeremy Kreklau says, okay, Cody takes a WWE title and choose one outcome. Make the universal title the prize for the king of the ring or make the prize in the money in the bank. Kind of like when Asuka won it. King of the ring. I like that. I just did, yeah, do king of the ring. Because then you have, you have stakes for that tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, W.S. Fletcher says, you're not going to get this, says, who would be Captain Liam Shaw's favorite wrestler? He's the asshole captain I was telling I, you about yeah, on Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. And I swear to God, I hope they give him a spinoff show. He's so good. Who, who plays so good. this new captain? Oh, man, I forget his name. Captain. Uh, captain. I, I started following him on Twitter, though. Um, I don't know his name. Um, All right, it's fine. Don't worry about it. So he's an asshole. He hates, uh, he hates Picard and Riker. Because uh, he thinks that they're just too reckless. 
And on top of that, he had a bad experience uh, when Picard was Locutus, um, which is like a great. It's it's awesome to like they fill in a lot of the backstory, like people who were fighting the Borg when Picard yeah. was Locutus. It's like, oh, man, it's like pretty rough. Um, so I don't know. He's an asshole who's like kind of a, a nitpicker a bit. Seth Rollins. I think like the architect Seth Rollins he would have liked. I don't know if he likes this new. He's not a very flashy guy. He's not oh, into the flashy all right. stuff. All right. Fair mm. enough. I don't know. Just name another heel. Name another bad guy. He Gunther. He'd yeah. He'd be a Gunther guy. Oh, okay. I think he'd be yeah, a I Gunther guy. That. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Enforcer here says, "Wow, that was crazy. The what Von Wagner and Christmas Mousepad got into this week. Can you expand on that? Which I know we kind of already did." We already expanded on it. It was a highlights or a Chili's menu. Why not both? It was the Chili's menu shoved into a highlights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was that. Uh, Kiddo Hudson says, let's say the WWE combined. See, I, I feel like we left on that on such a high note. I yeah. don't want to revisit it yeah. again. No, I don't disagree there. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Kiddo says, let's say the WWE combines the WWE and Universal Titles lineages and creates a new world title. What should they call the new title? So is the WWE title called the WWE World Heavyweight Championship or just the WWE Championship? Shit, dude, at this point, I don't even know. I think last time it was just the WWE Championship. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I mean, you could do, like, the WWE Global Title or Championship or something like that. Global Force. Don't know if you Global Force Entertainment title. Mm. The... God, I don't know. Intergalactic title. They should make up their version of like their version of the IWGP. Because mm-hmm. like for people new to Japan, new to New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's like, wait, why isn't it just called the New Japan World Title? Oh yeah, they need their 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 own governing body. Well, you see, there's an international wrestling grand prix. Yes. What? It's a governing body. Who is that? It's fake. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not real. Who is it? I don't know. I don't know. Gato. <laughs> you know? Can you tell me? Um, so, yeah, they need their own governing body. It's the wrestling office title. That's what there it is. There you go. World wrestling office title. There you go. WWO title, yeah. That's it. Uh, Jonathan Vieira says, should WWE do a non-canon pay-per-view or a special episode where every match is a comedy match? Same vibe as the Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah, bring back the Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah, have Mixed Match Challenge belts. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It would be. That'd be so great. Maggie be. pointing out that bug's getting soaked. Look at that. I know. You got a big old belly just it's hanging out there. basically her bed at this juncture. It is. Uh, Sup, John asks, will you do a Mad Lib using wrestlers to come up with a new storyline? We kind of do that, but with AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll dive back more into the AI wrestling yeah. soon enough because that was people kind of like that video. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, we should put so, WrestleMania on that. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. Or like we'll do take a match by match, say mm-hmm. uh, book a WrestleMania match between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Universal That's good. title. That's good. And just see what it says. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right on. All right. That's going to do it for the show today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, like we said, for YouTube channel members and patrons, we'll be live for our NXT episode 
one of the I don't even know. It's like season four or something like that. Oh, season four. Season right. five. I don't know what it is. Uh, we'll give you guys the details on what it is uh, mm-hmm. a little bit later. It's 3 p.m. Pacific. So yes. in less than two hours from right now, uh, we'll be live for that. So be sure to check that out. Keep your notifications on. Yes. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Oh, oh, crap. No, we got a SmackDown preview to do. Oh, we do. That's right. Ooh, oh, wow. We're not going Holy anywhere crap. yet. Wow. How can you forget Paul, uh, Triple H, Steve? You need a drink of water there. That's right. You can do that voice, don't you? No, I'm just thirsty, man. Thirsty because you got to talk like Triple H. It's not me, you weirdo. You're no, so weird. You, it's not me. We saw you. It was like behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz. We saw it on oh, the, that was the draft. A goof. That was just a goof. That sure, was it was a goof. Fun. That was some shenanigans. Stop yelling at me. You're here. Triple H, just a bit to the people. Here, I'm Triple not. H. Now I'm gone. Oh, man, John Herc here gifted a bunch of subs. Oh, thank you, John. Here, Mark. let's bring. He's been waiting here. Look, he's blowing up my text messages right here. See, look, you can see it right there. All right, here we go. Hi, this is Paul Levesque, Triple H, the game. Hi, Steve. I'm Triple H. How are you? What? Hi, Steve. What is that? Your name is Steve. I'm not Steve. Uh, don't interrupt. Uh, I saw you guys uh, doing the. Uh, the silly, goofy uh, general manager stuff on the WW2K23. Mm-hmm. Leading mm-hmm. professional uh, sports entertainment in gaming supremacy. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. Hey, how- are you going to play that AEW fight forever crap? Oh, that's right. You can't because it's never coming out. I but, sabotaged uh, it. Uh, don't interrupt. I was going to say, when we were doing the, the, the MyGM stuff, it was pretty interesting. Steve was, was doing your voice. Just perfect, too. Nah, that was a big goof. I know. I wish I could have made it, but it wasn't me. It was just, it was Fat John Cena. He was doing my voice as a goof. It was really silly. It was good stuff. Yeah, but it was uh, perfect. It sounds exactly like you right now. Exactly. No, not no really. difference. You are old, and your ears are. You're, they say the hearing is goes first, so I think that you have a oh, problem. I'm pretty sure with your sight hearing. goes first. Probably is it? Really? I thought it was hearing. Was it hearing? I think it was hearing. Sure Anyways, sight. yours is going, and it's your, your brain. You got the long COVID. Uh. <laughs> That's nothing to do. I, I had yeah, my suspicions crazy. pre-COVID. You're going a little crazy. Anyways, from the what long we expect to SmackDown tonight? SmackDown. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be the greatest SmackDown in the history of mankind. Uh, better than the one in 1999, the very first one. Uh, Warriors clashed for the Intercontinental title opportunity. Warriors. Wait, who's got Intercontinental what? It's Drew and Sheamus. Oh, that's right. You booked the show. Come on. It says here, Warriors. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't book that shit. Ultimate Warriors not with us anymore. Uh, and there was only one of them. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, although, although he had that show where he had a whole academy try to create new Warriors. Yeah, he was just yelling at a bunch of children. That was very uncomfortable. It was very, uh, it was very awkward, yes. Uh, what else What else could we expect tonight? Sami Zayn is going to confront Jey Uso. Now, I don't think that means they're going to get into an actual match. But um, you never know. Uh, we're on the road to Are they going to fight? They're gonna, there's going to be fisticuffs involved. Absolutely. Uh, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. And what else? Oh, man. Let's see here. What else is on? Uh, Cody Rhodes. This is all you need to know. You don't even know what he's going to do. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. What is he going to yep, do? Cody Rhodes. He's going to be there. Doing what? It's going to be on SmackDown now. Is he going to make the whole show about himself? Doesn't matter. It's going to be there. People are going to tune in. People love him. Mm. He is a draw. He is Mr. He's our plus Delta. That's wow. what he is. You, 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 you book a regular WWE show. 
Nobody gives a shit. You say Cody's going to be there. It's like it's the second coming of Jesus. Wow. At a very affordable price. What? Mm. It's, a re- it's a religious experience uh, with Cody. So I'm going to put those titles on him. Uh, yeah. How are you going to split the titles then? Oh, wouldn't you like to know that scoop? Uh, I would. I'm not going to split the titles. All those dirt sheets, I don't know what they're talking about. Oh. Titles are made the same. I'm going to I'm gonna melt them down into one title. Cody's going to defend on both brands. Uh, and uh, we're going to call it the World Heavyweight Championship. It's going to look oh. exactly like the old WCW title. Oh. I'm a cool. student of history. We're also thinking of putting together our own governing body. Oh, what are you going to call it? WWO World Wrestling Office. Hey, uh, that's my that's our idea. Steve and I talked about that. We just talked about t- that. What are you talking about? That's great minds sound alike. No, I mean that's mm. yeah. No, you know what you're talking about. You got long COVID. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's no laughing anyway, matter, man. Uh, listen, this is my weekend. I'm trying to get this off to a fun start. SmackDown tonight. Be sure to tune in 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, and, or if you, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm just trying. I'm telling you that to remind you because you got the long COVID. You're crazy. Uh, thank crazy. you. All right. I knew you're that. Welcome. But all right. Glad you have. Yeah. Actually, goodbye, everybody. Don't interrupt me. Where you're, okay. Bye. Triple H. He's gone. He's gone. Sorry. What are you going to admit man. that you're Triple H, Steve? Never, because I'm not. I mean, he and said I, he talked about the governing body, World Wrestling Office, exactly like we talked about. Right, I think before he's he came secretly on. just a big fan of this show. That's all. I know that's not the case. You know, no, I think he is absolutely. He pays attention. He just can't admit it. He doesn't like being, in, you know, a fan of a dirt sheet tangential uh, episode or show podcast. Yeah, interesting. So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. SmackDown sounds great tonight. We've got uh, apparently two Ultimate Warriors going to fight for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't know how that's going to work out. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? I will admit this. I will admit this. During my GM, that wasn't Triple H. That was me. I know it was, it was you. It was and it's always goof. you. It was a goof. No, it's but always these you. calls are real. No, they're not. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyways, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.